Welcome to Learned Lag, a podcast about yesterday's Learned League questions and answers. I'm Amanda. And I'm George. Amanda's in Zephyr A, and I'm in Zephyr B. This is season 30 for me and season 26 for Amanda. And this is day five of season 98. Our first question asks about a magazine that debuted along with the 1884 Broadway production of the play May Blossom and asks for the uh, the name of it. So I... I overthought this one a lot. Oh, no. uh, tried to think of like various magazines, like Time, Life, Reader's Digest, oh. Better Home. Like I, for some reason, I had like maybe Ladies Magazine in my mind for a while. You know, Better Homes and Gardens, oh. Ladies Home Journal, something mm-hmm. like that. Um, but then I pulled back and I thought, well, what's a what's a magazine that would be about Broadway? And I thought, well, there's like is Broadway World a magazine? I know it's a website. I don't know whether it's a magazine. Uh, there's variety, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, maybe got its origins on Broadway in 1884 before there was radio or movies or TV for mm-hmm. it to cover. And then also, in particular, this is the magazine known today by what name? So I kind of figured, oh, maybe it started as very Broadway focused and then expanded out and became variety, ah. as in a variety of entertainment. And I also thought, well, uh, maybe playbill but is playbill actually a magazine that's just like the 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 thing you get when you go to a play with like the cast and Mm -hmm. and it it, does that qualify as a magazine it's the program basically right Mm -hmm. and and i thought like doesn't playbill like publish uh like actual plays as well i felt like maybe they had a hand in that so so i dismissed that i kept going back to variety and thinking that that must be where that started so I'll say variety. Yeah, I um, I just took a much shorter path through this one, which I thought, well, this is about Broadway, I assume, because otherwise, why would it matter that, you know, this was on Broadway? I, I guess I just really thought it had to be Playbill, because that's the magazine I know of that is sort of about Broadway. And it's kind of... I feel like sometimes it serves as a program and sometimes it's got other stuff in it too that it's, you know, that, uh, that it's about, but it's all Broadway focused. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I just, I didn't really try to think very hard about any other possibility. Variety might've crossed my mind, but I thought, you know, this seems so focused on Broadway and that it, that it comes from, a Broadway production, I thought, had to be pointing straight towards Playbill. Mm-hmm. So that's what I put down. And that was correct. So, yeah, it's it is, uh, it's printed as sort of a wraparound of, like, here's all the, you know, Broadway theater news. And then for each, and then it's distributed, I guess, to each show, which uh, then kind of puts its program inside that. Okay, okay. Um, I don't know whether permanently or just as, you know, an insert. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, I just and I just I did not realize that it had anything besides the program for the thing because we get those we don't actually get playbills. I looked at them and they're not branded that way, but we yeah. get programs whenever we go to Broadway in Detroit, which is a thing we have been lucky enough to enjoy over the last several years. Right. And so I just kind of without any reason for it, it's not as I say, it's not branded at all. It's not it it doesn't look like the classic kind of yellow border that that playbill has but i just always kind of thought that was the playbill <laughs> like it was that thing 
and that I figured that's what you get when you go to a Broadway show. I've been to a couple, but it was years ago, and I don't remember uh, the the program being that different. So, I, as I say, I just missed it. Reasonable. Hmm. Question two gives us a bunch of international vehicle registration codes and asks us what E is. Yeah, so I fell straight for the misdirect of this question, um, <laughs> thinking that uh, the letter E plus 47 million people sounds to me like England, because that's mm. not far from, uh, that's about the population of, uh, I don't know if it's of the UK or of England specifically, but um, it it's really sounded like just in the right ballpark for it to be that. And, you know, I kind of waffled over whether to put England or Great Britain, or the United Kingdom, um, thinking that it, you know, um, it may have started out as the E for England back when they were deciding on these designations, because, you know, it, maybe it wasn't quite as uh, um, well-defined or broadly focused, perhaps, uh, as to include the entire UK. Mm -hmm. Um so I wanted, ended up going with England because I thought, well, the E's got to be pointing in that specific direction. All right. All right. Reasonable. Uh, my first thought was Estonia. And then I thought 47 mm. million people. That's a lot. Yeah. So this has got to be something else. And then I just immediately, for some reason, flashed on, oh, España. Uh, of course. Yep. Um, and once I had that in mind, I just, yes, that's... I lived in Europe for a little while, did some traveling, not, I didn't, I never drove to Spain, but mm -hmm. I, I was in Spain and I saw a bunch of European license plates. And I've always been the kind of nerd who likes license plates, and, <laughs> you know, kind of mentally collecting the ones I see. And I remember seeing E ones in, uh, in Germany uh, and other places when I would go there and just, so yeah, that was España, Spain. And that was the correct answer. I didn't even... Didn't even think of that, even though the question mentions D for Germany, uh -huh. uh, you know, being Deutschland, of yep. course. Uh, but uh, but yeah, didn't didn't bother to think through the the next the the other possibilities, uh, other than countries that have an E at the beginning of their name in English. Uh -huh. So yep. so much for that. Reasonable. I believe that Great Britain is GB. Yeah, uh, sounds that, right. And that Northern Ireland, in particular, has a different one. Ah, okay. I think that's the, I think, I think, yeah, it's Great Britain and Northern Ireland is the UK, mm -hmm. as I recall. I'm trying to remember that Venn diagram. So, <clears throat> so yeah, all the ones on that particular island have GB. Okay. Right. Uh, question three asks us, what word is derived from uh, a bear shirt worn by a warrior from Norse legend? Who fights with frenzy and wild fury. And I just figured this has got to be Berserker. And this was the toughest part on this one for me was, is this as obvious to everyone else as it was to me, a person who played D&D &D back in the day <laughs> and a person who uh, watched the movie Clerks way too many times mm -hmm. and just kind of generally, I've probably heard the word Berserker more than a normal person has. <laughs> so it just popped into mind immediately and was this difficult for normal people i don't know <laughs> but i immediately said berserker kind of thought like are they looking for berserk 
Are you looking for berserker? And I feel like, eh, they're both common enough words. So I'll just say berserker. Uh, well, it, you know, would work out to be the source of, of both such words. Sure. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know where I uh, heard this one. It might have been in the etymology blog that I read mm. that I persist in reading out loud to you. Um, <laughs> and I, you know, I don't know where I picked this up, but I sort of immediately keyed in on, oh, that's berserk. Um, because, I, you know, it may just be that I've read enough over time about Norse warriors. It tends to be a thing that comes up in high fantasy um, yeah. fiction and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, just came off reading one such similar work, um, which was quite good. But it didn't mention this specifically, but it certainly evoked it. Um, but yeah, with uh, Bear being Burr and uh, Shirt being Cirque, kind of related to things like Jerkin, and um, mm, yeah. it, it's uh, it's one of those things that, that kind of has, has definitely come up at least once or a few times as I've been the kind of nerd who's into you know, word origins and that kind of thing. Right. Um, so I put down Berserk, uh, although right. I spelled it with a Z for some reason. Um, like the video game, I believe. I guess, very, yeah. Very, very old school video game. Oh, yeah. that That's probably another way in which this has been reinforced. Um, it's I know it's pronounced that way, though, so sure. it should be fine. Um, should be, yeah. So, so, yeah, that's this one just popped in right away for me. And Berserk or Berserker will apparently be accepted. Sure. Question four asks us for the first two words in a film trope that ends with Dream Girl. <laughs> Is there any other than Manic Pixie Dream Girl? <laughs> um, yeah, this one was uh, extremely nerfed out once you get past the date of it especially. Um, if you just gave me film critic Nathan Rabin forward term in 2007... I don't know, this Manic Pixie Dream Girl, yeah, right? Yeah, I, I might have hit that. If you um, gave, if, but yeah, giving Kirsten Dunst in Elizabethtown. Yeah, that, is, that was the one. Um, it was it was definitely either that or Garden State was the origin of that one. Oh, Natalie yeah. Portman. Well, I mean, they're both and they're both set in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. So, like, is yeah. there really a difference? Like, it's, <laughs> um, it yeah, definitely took on a life of its own. But I knew this was Manic Pixie, and so that's what I put down. Yeah, I uh, intended to put that down, but I mistyped it uh -oh. as Manix Pixie with an <laughs> X. Um, and I am I am hoping that I get credit for it because X and C are right next to each other on the keyboard. Yes. And Manix is not its own word, at least not with one N. Mm -hmm. uh, so like, I clearly was going for, I, I believe, clearly going for that. But yeah, I think we that, shall see. that should fit into the typo rule. Uh, I would say if you aren't credited for it, you should appeal that ruling, in fact. Um, I know we're all supposed to proofread our answers and everything, too, but um, I know that's one of the things you can request to have reviewed, and I think it would probably work because, like you said, it doesn't make it into some other you know concept that mm -hmm. someone would recognize to mean something else. Yeah. Um, Although that said, as we discussed earlier, I do want the internet to make a a meme of the ma guy Mannix from the TV show <laughs> being a, a pixie dream girl. Yep. 
um, just to fulfill that uh, possibility. Okay. Question five uh, asks us to name a famous casino that took on another use when some mathematicians and physicists at Los Alamos National Labs started working with it. Uh, so this is about the Monte Carlo simulation, mm -hmm. uh, which is a way of essentially you take a, a probability of a thing and essentially you roll the dice many, 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 many times to mm -hmm. see what kind of results from it. You just you, you do a, a simulation of whatever it is you're trying to simulate literally thousands of times. And it became uh -huh. more and more popular as computing power, you know, allowed you to do that. Right. Um, to kind of figure out what your uh, what your odds of like the, the most common thing is going to be, what the distribution is going to end up being, and what if like some weird fringe edge case happens, how disastrous is that? And you know, how often does it end up actually happening? Because you, know, you can say, oh, well, you know, this is a one in a thousand chance. And then you run the simulation. It turns out, no, that this happens about one time in 10. So, mm -hmm. and it's horrible. So don't do it. Sure. So yeah, I, I kind of, hesitated before even typing this in just because i didn't in, i i would have i thought of monte carlo as a place more than a casino like a, like a, a city or the like and, I, and then i figure now i'm thinking of monaco and i don't know whether monte carlo is also a, a place and you know a, a geographical entity in monaco or near monaco or something like that or if I've just always heard Monte Carlo and thought it was a place more than a casino. But I just, you know, had a, kept saying, yeah, this has got to be Monte Carlo. So even if I'm not 100% certain that it's a casino, I know that it's this thing that uh, von Neumann did. So I'll go with that. Yeah, this one, um, I initially started out thinking that possibly some Las Vegas casinos were... Um, might have been the source of this um you know monte carlo did come to mind pretty quickly mm -hmm. but i knew that was elsewhere and i just kind of I, I knew that that was also a term used in mathematical and probability kind of scenarios um and so i had to kind of first you know read the question a couple of times to establish that this was about uh, mathematics, mm -hmm. essentially, because if it's just about sort of the, the nuclear physics side of things that people were doing at Los Alamos, um, then it feels like the question would have been cast a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. um, but since mathematics was prominent in the question, I thought, okay, Monte Carlo does make sense. Um, the only other casino I could think of that had a tenuous sort of association that I could make would be uh, the Sands Casino, which is in uh, Las Vegas. Sure. And I thought, you know, with that and White Sands, uh, yeah. I, I, you know, had to kind of talk myself through, okay, but the casino is not called White Sands, I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. So um, I don't think it's going to have to do with, th with that. Um, and so I went back to, to Monte Carlo and, felt better about that as time, a little time went on. Um, and so I, I had the same sense of it as well, that it's a place rather than, 
you know, the casino. Right. But apparently it's both. It's uh, okay. kind of a like a resort area. Uh, okay. Um, that has the Monte Carlo Casino in it. Okay. So it's, you know, it kind of makes sense that you think of it as a place that people kind of go to vacation. Um, and then it has the casino that is also mm -hmm. named the same way. Okay. Um, but uh, I also put down Monte Carlo. And that was correct. Indeed. Okay. Thank you. Question six asks us for a bookseller who also, whose name also describes a, a set that includes neon and krypton. Well, those two are noble gases, mm -hmm. so I assumed that this had to be the noble of Barnes and Noble. Sure. Um, and this one felt like such an underhand softball pitch to the bunch of nerds <laughs> that we are. Yeah. That I was kind of like, wow, just, you know, just putting it right out there with uh, Neon and Krypton. What are those? They're noble gases. Everybody knows that. Yeah. Um, and, and everybody knows that Barnes & Noble is a bookseller. Like, they still exist online uh, and in some storefronts, too, I guess. We have one in, in our area. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, yeah, this, this one felt a little like, you know, really? To a bunch of nerds, you're going to be like, <laughs> this is not hard to figure out. Um, but yeah, I, I put down Noble because it just seemed exceedingly obvious to me. Ditto. Yeah, <laughs> all the way, all the way through. Like, I feel like I'm being tricked here, but no, this is, yeah, it's Dion and Krypton. They're Noble gases. Mm -hmm. This is definitely Barnes and Noble guy. Okay. Yeah. We'll go yeah. with that. So. And that was the correct answer. Yep. So we both had five. Yeah. Slightly different five. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping my theater score is... Uh, enough of a trick that somebody might think that I know that, mm. but I didn't. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm not sure what to think of the likelihood. Like, if the Monte Carlo question is a mathematics question, then maybe I can get a decent score out of this. Mm -hmm. Um, you know the the other ones. I I don't. I'm not even sure what to call the license plate question it could be language it could be geography probably mostly geography but like also it's about license plates so is that really geography yeah <laughs> i was not sure where to put that in the you know in the stats so mm -hmm. hard to say how I, I hope to not lose more than two off of that because it's pretty guessable uh even if i like if i had thought it through a little better i might have come over to that the correct answer although i think i just don't think of spain as having that many people i was surprised lots of countries are like that just around the world mm -hmm. i think there can't be more than like 10 million people here and there's 40 yep um and so yeah that's just i, I have a real hard time retaining information about that same with the states um you know because of how they are overrepresented in our politics i tend to think all lots of southern states have more population than they do mm -hmm. um as an example and so yeah that one might that one was a little hard to to score but i put a two on it just because of my opponent's different stats as well yep so let's hope that worked yep and that's it for today tune in on wednesday, wednesday. because we are off on monday for the yep. american labor day holiday yep um, so next match day is Tuesday. Next podcast will drop on Wednesday. 
In the meantime, you can follow us at Learned Lag with all the vowels, now on Blue Sky. We have one invite left. One invite left. As of recording. Get it while it's rapidly cooling, I guess. <laughs> uh, and remember. Don't forfeit. Don't cheat. <laughs>